Hello everyone, this is Bastian and Jess. We finally found time to also do a podcast for our Insights podcast. And we will use uh, the next 20 to 30 minutes um, to talk about five different questions which uh, you have approached us on over the past 12 months or even more. And um, these will circle around why we founded the Mentoring Club in the first place, how it is uh, to start such a platform next to uh, being a full-time employee in a company, then also, um, you have asked us several times on how we actually manage to be parents and working full-time um, during this difficult time of the pandemic. So we will dedicate also some minutes to share some experience we made here. And then uh, what's especially important for us is the fact of mentoring and how this can also be a booster for your own career. And so we want to share some of our uh opinions and viewpoints on how mentoring actually helps and um, yeah, how, how you can profit from this. To then finally also talk about reverse mentoring, one of the newest initiatives that um, we're doing together with uh, LinkedIn. So I think that's uh, enough uh, to start with as an introduction. And I will hand over to Bastian also to say hi. And then uh, maybe since it's just the two of us, um, you can already start with why we actually founded the Mentoring Club in the first place. Yeah, hi. Uh, hi, Jess. Hi, everyone out there. Um, yeah, as as uh, just said, I'm the other co-founder of the Mentoring Club, and I'm also extremely happy to um, do this episode today. Um, after, I think, six months being live with this podcast and after almost um, more, than, more than a year being live with the Mentoring Club, um, and yeah, probably we just go into the first question that you that you Absolutely. mentioned. Um, probably the biggest one for us: Why did we actually start this? So, just do you do you still remember um, that day when the company that we both worked for last year in what was it March um, actually was hit quite hard by the coronavirus in terms of um, the lockdown? Everyone uh, needed to go into home office, and then actually the company needed to decide uh, to send everyone home uh, for most of their working hours. Um, and the two of us sat together um, and asked ourselves, okay, what, what shall we do now with all this time that we have? Um, and then we just had this fixed idea of just posting a banner, which was quite ugly, right? Uh, into, into LinkedIn, um, asking our network if they want to speak to us. So we said, hey, we have some some experience with product management, some experience with engineering. Probably, probably there are people out there who who can learn from us. Yeah, that that was the first step. And then um, overnight, we had a few um, people actually um, requesting those sessions with us in in a Google form that we published. And after a week, we had on the other side some of our uh, some people from our network asking us to actually join this initiative. Yeah, and then I think we, maybe a month later, a few weeks later, we, we launched our first website, which was super simple, made with Google Sites. Uh, we registered our domain. And uh, yeah, then the idea was was in, in the public. And um, from there, 
a lot of nice things happened, right? Absolutely. And I think what's most surprising is that our initial intent was not to, you know, do such a big platform, right? It was just to talk about product and engineering in times where we were all um, locked at home and couldn't really do what we all love to do, which is doing product and engineering at work or doing working hours. And then um, we have probably hit just a demand by many people, which then led to the massive response, which we got from all of our own network, from people who also wanted to just join from the mentor perspective, but then also, of course, the other side of people who said, hey, I would actually really like to learn and use the pandemic where I am at home for learning purposes. And I think this is where we got just lots of um, tailwind from uh, this pandemic, which is terrible for the world, but then still we could shade some light uh, in these terrible times. And this helped um, obviously also build the platform, I would say. So I'm not sure. I mean, we might have still been successful if we had just done it two years back, but who knows? Uh, but also it doesn't matter because we're here now <laughs> and um, I'm very happy that we can look back to the last 16 months uh, and can talk about the successes that we've already had and also live from the positive appreciation and the um, positive feedback that we get from all the mentees and also the mentors that that we have. I think that's very fulfilling, right, for both of us um, to read what people say after a session on LinkedIn or on Twitter or, you know, all these people that also send just emails to us. It's just yeah. fantastic to read how this initiative can can really help people in their work life. Yeah, absolutely. And we had, we had a couple of moments where the two of us asked ourselves, shall we continue, right? Because in the end, we do it in our free time. There's, there's a lot of effort. And actually, to be honest, if someone would have asked me before um, if I would have the time to build a platform, a mentoring platform um, for the public, I would have said no, right? Because there's, of course, no time. And then we had these moments um, when we learned that, okay, we need to go to the next phase of our initiative, right? So the first was just this Google form. Then we had 20 people and we asked, okay, let's have a domain, let's have a website. And said, no, no, I, I can't program a website now. I don't have time. But here's Google Sites, maybe this works. And then I was researching a bit if, it, if Google Sites can have their own domain. And okay, we said, okay, 24 hours. 24 euros or what it was for, for registering a domain is, is okay. Let's do that, right? And then we had this and we were manually creating all these pages for, for the mentors. And then I think in June, um, just before I started my new job at Delivery Hero, and I think you've been already in, maybe in-, in, in Almost Hero, in. Almost in, right? We saw, now we have like 150 mentors. It's it's a mess, right? Because we need to um, we need to yeah, kind of uh, maintain all these different pages manually, and this just doesn't work. So I thought, let's let's see how far I can get. And then I opened uh, an IDE for the first time since many years, let's say. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, was like, okay, what what do I do? Okay, let's do some Spring uh, Java Spring. Let's let's register something with Heroku because I don't know anything about infrastructure. And so on, right? And uh, with that, we yeah we managed to build build our platform in in a month. Um, 
And of course, a lot of learnings from the last 15 years, a lot of teams that I worked in that just worked in helped a lot, right? So marketing, um, SEO, uh, how to build content pages, how to build uh, a database, et cetera, right? All of this helped to, to then launch um, our actual platform in, I think it was July or so. Um, and since then, we had 350 more mentors who joined us. I think today we have 420 more than 50 waiting to be added to the, to the platform. Um, Google SEO goes up quite heavily. We have our first um, 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 partnership with LinkedIn. We registered a company. And yeah, now now we are going into the next step and see, okay, let's let's look ahead, but not too far because we don't know right where, where this all leads us. Yeah, exactly. And this is yeah, all, always especially because we still both work, right? Um, I think probably also interesting for our listeners to understand is that due to the fact that it's it's not our main job to do the mentoring club, we are highly focused on being efficient with everything that we do for the mentoring club to just reduce the effort on our side. So I think this has also been a huge <laughs> part of your motivation to finally automate some of the processes we've had with um, registering the mentors and, you know, updating all, all the different profiles and everything. So um, on this uh, second question that we were asked up front on how can we actually manage to do both, I think the biggest answer is we are highly focused on what really needs to be done and we only do what several of our users ask us to do, right? So it's not... We're unfortunately not yet in a position to really work on the big mission and, you know, draft a vision out that we can then execute on, but rather we are very agile and we only focus on the next thing that needs to happen in order to make the platform better. And I can say, actually, we are pretty successful with this, right? If, if I had to say how many hours I wasted for the mentoring club, it will probably be zero because everything that we have done had had its being right it just needed mm -hmm. to happen and um we didn't we didn't invest time in anything that we needed to throw away later or realize we actually you know we did this in vain or something like this which is pretty amazing um and i think for as long as we both uh, work in our own companies which we both intend to so not to spread any rumors <laughs> here <laughs> um This is what will drive us also in the future. And um, thankfully, we have some helping hands, which is probably also worth mentioning with regards to how we actually manage this. Um, first and foremost, of course, our families, right, who also support us where necessary and give us some hours um, to work on the mentoring club, which need to be deducted from family life um, also. And then second, I think I can mention um, some um, volunteers, uh, either from the mentors that we have in the mentoring club who support us in their area of expertise. So for example, we have uh, someone who is very strong in marketing, who is taking care of all of our press release efforts, for example. And um, then we have uh, someone from the organizational perspective who volunteers to support us with our ops efforts and maintains our community on Slack, for example. And I could continue with this, right? So it's just that also here, the the altruism that is so strong for our mentors anyways is also driven 
um, in their interaction with us where they also say, hey, if I can help you, then I'm also willing to do so just because I like the mentoring club as a platform. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We also think thanks from my side to everyone who helps. There was one thing that you mentioned. Um, we are super agile. I, I would even say if Asia was not a thing yet, we could write a book about the mentoring club way or so. Uh, just just <laughs> describing Asia because in the end, what, what is Asia all about, right? It's like, okay, there's a team. What kind of velocity do they have? What can they commit to? Uh, and then you you kind of always do the next thing. You don't have a big roadmaps and visual thinking and I don't know, big you know specifications. And that's what we do, right? So we we know we have maybe two, three, four hours a week. Um, we don't know what the big plan is, but we always think about what's the what's the biggest value, and then just deliver. And uh, this this is this is nice because it really proves that you don't need the big plan and still can con uh, can still um, create some value, right? And um, yeah, absolutely. And I think this is in our particular case um, also paired with we just found a niche um, where. There was lots of demand, but not yet the supply for this demand. And we have just established or connected these two and facil just facilitated the communication between these two parties. Um, so I think that's also worth mentioning that there are these rare cases where you just realize you have had this great idea after you launched it because you realize that it is much bigger than you actually intended it to be. And this is what thankfully happened with us, right? <laughs> this is what also drives us um, to continue with the mentoring club, because frankly, I mean, unfortunately, the pandemic is still present um, and we are far away from the old normal. I mean, frankly, we'll never be at this old normal, but there's, you know, going to be a new normal. And we could say, hey, Work is back. Family is still there. We can travel again. We can, you know, basically do all the things again we've done before. So where is the time for the mentoring club in this new future? Mm -hmm. But given that we got so many good feedback and we see this high value that we create every day for all the mentees, um, we are both committed to also keeping the mentoring club running um, for the years to come, I can say, right? So we, we, founded an official company now and um, we we check all the boxes that needed to be checked in order to be compliant with the law and um, you know fulfill on all the obligations and tax and what whatnot so that now we can say hey yes we are a company now and we're here to stay just to say this quote one time isn't that cool? <laughs> <laughs> here to stay. and there's there's one one thing which is quite important right because we, we were also thinking about what's the right legal form for us and um, we 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 uh, were discussing with with a few lawyers, um, people from our network, and then we came across the idea of just founding a nonprofit. And um, this this is kind of part of it, right? We said no, we don't want to be rich out of this. So we paid some, of course, some money for 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 creating the infrastructure and and so on. We did a lot of hours on our own, but it's not something that that should make us rich, right? In the long 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 uh, long run, um, but we create this value for people. So we actually could get support also from other nonprofits, from uh, companies like, like Google and LinkedIn and so on, right, who, who actually offer these, um, these yeah, noble support, let's say, for, for companies like ours. And I, I really believe that this was the right, right thing to do. And maybe, maybe just be, because the question was, um, what would we 
tell others um, what kind of steps do they need to follow or so uh, to, to build a company from scratch? Maybe just summarize three things from each of us, what we learned about, about that step or that process. That's difficult, I think, because the founding, I mean, I don't think that there's a rule book of how you found a company properly, because it's different, I think, for each industry and also for people, because people are different. You know, just look at you and me. Um, we differ a lot from, you know, two other founders. And I don't think that there's a recipe for success. We could have just failed in the same way as we now, you know, seem to be succeeding. Um, I think... What it takes is just the, you need to do it, right? You need to do this first step and stop just talking about it. And I mm. think this is the, <laughs> the initial success that we had, right? We just tried it on LinkedIn with, you know, some, as you said, really ugly banner. <laughs> but <laughs> I, found it, I found it beautiful, by the way. Back <laughs> then you thought it beautiful. <laughs> But that, I think that's that's the that's the beauty about good ideas, right? It doesn't matter how they look; people will just see it anyways. Yeah. And the this was, I think, where our success started with the mentoring club. That we did this initial estimate or this initial banner, and just then realized that there is demand on both sides. And then, of course, the second step is this realization, right? We could have. We could have still done only sessions for the two of us, ignoring the others that approached us and just said, hey, no, sorry, we, you know, we just, we are bored and we just want to do this for us. <laughs> we could have done that, right? But we didn't. So I think it's doing this first step and then second, realizing that you've actually hit a nail and mm -hmm. you can make it bigger than it was. And my third um, conclusion from our path is... Exactly, I think what we've said before that our success was that we reacted to the things that became apparent and just just did that because we already knew this is what people need. Um, and so we didn't waste any time on stuff that later turned out to be irrelevant. So we only reacted to what others told us. Like this typical case and product where it says, you know, be customer centric and listen to what your customers mm -hmm. really need. Listen to the problems that they have and then solve for exactly those problems. That's what we've done. Yeah, I'm, I think perfectly said, right? This is also true for the technical side. So if you start a startup, don't, don't build a big, huge system, right? Unless it's some, I really, I don't know, really data machine learning, whatever driven, uh, where you need billions or even billions of investment, you most likely can start small, probably not even with, with, with a single line of code, right? And um, um, I think that that's an important part of, of starting something, also proving your idea, right? To have an MVP, then actually just throw it away, build something new for the next step. Then next step, you probably can hire some people. Maybe that's what we do in a year from now, I don't know, would be great somehow um, and then and then just follow follow the, the right steps yeah so what was the next question um, well i would really like to talk about the you know some of the mentee relationships we've had um, or feedback mm -hmm. that we got from people just to also um, bring some clarity on what our mentoring club is for 
So for example, if I shared like one or two stories, maybe um, of, of all the sessions that I've had, there are on the one hand people who seek advice around how to enter the product management job itself. And they want guidance on, you know, what I, what do I need to be good at? What are the skills that I need to learn or um, where do I need to have experience already if I used to be an engineer and I want to switch to product, for example. Mm -hmm. And I'm still in contact with some of these mentees. And I can say that through the interactions that they had with the mentoring club, myself, but also other mentors who I referred them to afterwards, and then they had you know additional sessions, we have actually helped people in their job decisions or even in getting a job there. You know, there are several um, people who, who later thanked me and said, hey, actually, you really helped me in preparing for this job interview and I excelled and I got the job. Or also for people who I just told what product is about, help them make a decision on whether or not they would actually like to switch roles or one, for example, also realized that she wanted to stay in her in her old job and not move to product because it was different from from what she thought it would be. And these are the successes I think that we have. And all um, our mentors have these stories. I'm, I'm confident that this is the case, um, which is also why the satisfaction with the Mentoring Club platform is at 92 uh, percent. Um, saying you know it's a fantastic experience which just visualizes also the quality of all of the sessions that we provide through the mentoring club and there's also the mantra right that we give out to the mentors where we say hey each session counts there's no way we don't deliver value to the mentees as basically our guiding principle and also our one and only principle you know from a customer experience or mentee experience perspective i should say and that's that's what I'm proud of, and that's also what um, keeps me going uh, with the mentoring club. And this is the knowing that we actually help people with their decision in this particular moment in time. Yeah, absolutely. I I was there. There were moments where I asked myself, actually, these all these people, all these great people who join us, they do sessions now. What? what why are they doing it? Right. And also, I felt. Okay, they, they invest time into growing a platform that the two of us own, of course, as a nonprofit, but still, right? What, what, what drives them? And then we learned that there were people or that there are people who did 50 or 60 sessions in the last year. And they still continue. They still have three, four hours that they spend um, uh, with, with our mentees every week. And um, they support us. They, they send feedback. They write blog articles. They actually... Uh, create episodes for for the podcast, right? And that's that's all because first of all, I think they trust us that, that what we do is really not like for 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 some hidden agenda or something. Um, but it's also great for them. I think the the feedback always was mentorship is, is 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 always where you learn as a leader as well, where you also learn from from the other side, right? Which is the perfect bridge to the last topic, um, which I would like to, you know, just start um, talking about now, which is this is the moment where it becomes reverse mentoring, uh, which means that also the mentor can become the mentee and learn something, which is 100% true. I can only second what you said. I also learn 
a lot in all the sessions that I have with my mentees. So it's not one way, it's indeed two way in each, each of the conversations that I've had. And this is also, I think, why we can be particularly proud of um, this uh, cooperation we now have with LinkedIn, who just realized that this is also true for them, as well as other um, CEOs or leading people from other companies who who have all the experience of the world, are very senior in their career, but still they they need to learn something. And in this case, how does how do millennials and Gen Z and Gen Y actually work? Right? How can they be how can they be approached? What are the right marketing tools, for example, in order to attract this audience? And here I think we have done a good job in supporting this initiative by just saying to all of our mentees, hey, you can also be a mentor because you have experience in areas where more senior people don't have uh, this knowledge yet. So let's let's switch seats and put you in the mentor position and, and help these guys understand um, you, basically. And I think... That's working pretty well um, for our mentees who obviously appreciate this initiative, but then also for um, this whole LinkedIn initiative. Yeah, absolutely. It's also kind of a giving back, right? So we we grow uh, somehow with LinkedIn. Um, uh, we got to know all our mentors um, using this platform. Um, it was was a great great way to actually connect the dots. Right. And I think now um, even extending this this idea that we had with just like offering the simple open platform for mentoring also for for that conversation, which probably is even more important today. Right. So even as a leader, right, you need to listen a lot. You, you cannot tell that people, hey, I have the big idea and here's, here's, here's the direction where we go. That's that's the big plan. But you actually listen to, OK, how do they use um, the product? What kind of workplace do they envision? And and then you can kind of adapt and build really something that yeah that, that young people envision. And with that you become future future proof. So yeah, I think this this is really where where one thing comes to to another, and uh, we could connect um, these two ideas. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm pretty sure that you know all the mentees i have to say so all these senior people from i think it's spotify um baby one automobile several several more they will all benefit from being a mentee and um, talk to um the the mentors on the other side and um, just also widen their horizon on uh yeah this particular target group and i'm sure also this will be a very fruitful discussions that they have so Good luck to everyone who has uh, already done this or is about to do this. Do you remember the hashtag um, that LinkedIn uses for this? So yeah, the, the application for, for becoming a mentor is, I think hashtag is open to mentor. And then you tag the person, you find all the details on our website as well. So just go to um, mentoring-club.com and then there's a picture you, you find you find all the how to's. I have to say this is all in German. The initiatives comes from LinkedIn Germany. It's uh, kind of yeah, with, with German leads, um, but who knows? Probably LinkedIn or us. Uh, we open this up for for other countries, for other languages as well in the future. Absolutely. At least it's 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 worth looking at, right? True. 
and see how well in time we are. I think these were the five topics that we wanted to talk about and we are 29 minutes, um, which leaves us with one minute to say goodbye uh, to everyone. So thank you for listening. Um, and Bastian, thank you for doing this with me. It's not that we never talk, but that's the first <laughs> podcast <laughs> in our history together. So um, that was fun. Um, let's do this again. And um, for everyone, um, I wish you a nice day or weekend or whenever you listen to this podcast just enjoy the next hours to come yeah and please t please also tell your friends about the mentoring club right if you do think that is something for for them uh, share in your networks this is uh, we, we want to spread this idea as, as far as as possible um, also stay tuned there will be more episodes coming with, with some of our mentors and um, yeah I'm really looking forward to to learn what the future has uh, for, for all of us. All right, bye then. Bye-bye.